0: Welcome back to Radio Laurier. If you're tuning in, my name is Amelia and you're listening to Election Season. With the Students student Union election around the corner, we at Radio Laurier are offering the opportunity for presidential and board candidates to amplify their voice, their platform and their story to the student body at large. On this interview, we talk to Andrew Deng, board of directors candidate. So, this is like Andrew. a
1: podcast. Yeah, you know.
0: I know. It's your first pod. How do you feel?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, this technically speaking will be my second one. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did I did participate in a podcast before, but it was all about food.
0: Oh, okay. So so, I, did, so let's talk about food for your icebreaker questions. <laughs> what is your favorite dish ever?
1: Oh, uh, I mean it really depends on this okay. Summertime sushi. Yes. You know? Yeah. Love sushi. Um sushi Um like you know, it's just perfect, you know. Uh wintertime, anything soup related. Like mm. uh, noodles and soup stew chicken soup like um yeah. really especially love like Vietnamese beef noodle soup like right pho? like just something oh, yeah. yeah like pho, like pho- something that's pho- like vibrant flavors yeah and th- just like warms like the soul because like there's there's nothing more like I guess like you know like you know like you know a uh, hearty than when like you walk home and your feet are like all like frozen <laughs> and cold and you like you know you step in the wet puddle like a stoker oh. you just go home and you like or, or you go to like a restaurant and just like have this hot soup, it's yeah. delicious, it just warms everything up.
0: Okay, before we digress too far into <laughs> food, uh, okay. maybe we should have a separate podcast about that. Um, <laughs> let's talk students' union. Okay, so, let's Go ahead. Switching gears, what role do you believe the students' union plays in the lives of other students at Laurier?
1: So, students' union as a whole, I think, plays um, four major roles and. I'm, I'm just going to talk a little bit about policy. I know that's a bit boring because mm-hmm. um, it, it's the ends of what, like you know, the, the constitution of the students' union entails, which is to make sure that the students not only receive a good education, mm-hmm. um, that they have an empower that they're empowered on campus, that we provide them the financial support, right? You know, that they're not mm-hmm. stressed and others, which is miscellaneous stuff. And I think others basically constitutes like anything that improves student life. Mm-hmm. Now, going from more of like a my personal take and like you know an answer coming from the heart, I, I personally think the students' union is there as a body to represent the students. Um, have the concerns be you know taken to you know high authorities. I know that it is very uh, sometimes um, unapproachable, right? When you're trying to go through those levels of bureaucracy, you know, by yourself, and the students' union is kind of there to help. And make sure that, that your voice is vocalized and that um, student satisfaction is, you know, paramount and is being best served.
0: Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. And that's a huge thing this year. And actually, maybe I'll, I'll just get your take on it now. Laurier mm-hmm. dropped from number one in student satisfaction to uh, number, number five <laughs> um, in one year, which is pretty significant. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm definitely not putting this all on the student's union. I'm just je- I'm just curious to get your intake or your input on that. On that I way. mean,
1: like for sure there was there's much blame to be put on the students union right and I and I myself was really disheartened by that news because like one big reason why I chose Laurier compared to um seven other institutions that I got acceptance letters for right around Ontario um in high school was because of that student satisfaction piece mm-hmm. Right, because I came to Laurier and felt like a family I think the reason why I dropped so much is because Lori basically lost its big selling point, which was that on-campus life experience. And Mm -hmm. there's nothing that can replace that. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. it's really tough. It's like telling someone to, you know, write an exam, but with their hands tied behind their back and with a dripping, like water on top of their head or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's impossible to get anything done, like to, to the to what you want, and it, it's kind of a bit infuriating for me, right? Um, to see that, mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm not at all like you know upset about the students, you know, concern and your know, complaints, especially on the many platforms that we've been having these complaints on. For me, I think while Laurie has lost the students' satisfaction, I think what it kind of did is give the various branches of, you know, the like, you know, operating side at laureate, as well as the strategic side. So like, you know, they're talking about like not just the students, but the Senate and the Board of Governors the kind of kick in the butt that they kind of needed. Yeah. Um, because when you're at the top for so long, for four years, right? You know, um you sometimes you know, think that everything is fine, right? You you have that bias of like, yeah. um if we're the best, we don't need to change that much, do we, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that this really put into context, like, you know, Lori's um, um, shortcomings. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the silver lining. And and I'm really trying to, like, you know, push that in the upcoming term. Mm
0: -hmm. For sure. That I hope to serve. Absolutely. And why do you feel you're qualified for for the position? I know this is your second year on the board if elected Mm -hmm. again. Okay.
1: Yeah. Wait, oh, if elected again, third year. So I will be the old fart as they say or or if it or like the, what's it called in lands was like this senator snored them I, I can't remember it's so, something like you know the oldest person serving yeah. um and a good cop-out answer would just be my wisdom i've seen two years right mm-hmm. starting the term right i've seen many different issues social mm-hmm. policy based right i've seen some really exciting law and order stuff that um to happen on the board, right? Stuff that ship along like a cool TV show, but not particularly, you know, fun when you're actually in the hot seat there, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I would also say like, you know, because I have the like I, I really care about the school, right? Mm-hmm. And I think my personality will never allow me to leave knowing that is lost at number one in student satisfaction, right? Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if we can get it back to number one given the fact that the pandemic will probably last until tw- like you know like winter of 2022 mm-hmm. but i always say and this is like speaking the words of the foreign president obama like if we can do if we, if we can't do perfect let's do better
0: mm-hmm. because
1: better is still good
0: yeah for sure. right
1: and that's exactly what i'm trying to aim for mm-hmm. so i want to use that experience my knowledge of the policy of the board, right? And sometimes, you know, I have to play two roles. Like, I can either come off as that kind of calm, collective voice, but it's a little bit boring, you know, the business student side, which I think sometimes people need, right? Yep. Um, But I also can be very animated depending on the certain type of situation, right? Um, when we're dealing with social issues that we uh, seen, you know, the, during the summer with Black Lives Matter or Indigenous rights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's like, you know, my ability to bring that experience to the table, right? My, my um my forte in terms of finding compromise on different sides, right? Mm-hmm. Um talking to different parties. Like for me, like I love I love talking to people. It's one of the biggest shames of this year's board has been the loss of that like 15 minutes of chats before the board meetings and the half an hour chats after it like I call them my bread and butter sessions because that's literally why I like the job I'll I'll drive or take a bus two hours back to Laurier Mm -hmm. um from home if I can go to in person board meeting and I've done that before I've never missed a board meeting because of that
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for sure and I think exactly what you mentioned it's a lot about balance that you can have kind of the rational side but you can also be really animated and passionate Mm -hmm. and I think that is wisdom that you probably get with years of experience um now i just want to talk a little bit about transparency there have been some complaints this year with transparency in the students union um obviously the big the biggest one i can think of and students i'm sure uh, think of is the referendum with healthcare, the coverage with oral contraceptives mm-hmm. so how important do you believe do you believe transparency is to the board and wh- what role do you think transparency plays as a director
1: i i think it's one of the most important things right it's kind of one of the big reasons why i ran mm-hmm. oh the year i ran it was the, also the year when uh ryerson had their yeah. big scandal mm-hmm. right you mm-hmm. know a lot of memes coming around that yeah. for context of this yeah uh like in recording it was um the president decided to embezzle a couple couple hundreds of uh, texts sorry tens of thousands of dollars and yeah. use it on shisha restaurants airbnb Not even the good restaurants in Toronto. If you saw his credit card, like, come on, like you know, like stuff near Ryerson, like, geez, like if you're gonna embezzle the school, go to nice, nice places, like Michelin star restaurants. But I digress. Um, so absolutely, hundred percent transparency is key. Yeah. And I've done, I've strived my best to do it, at least in the context of my role. Now, the thing is that it's very difficult. Um, to be transparent about your role in the sense that I can't just go on Facebook and just post everything I'm doing on the board, because yeah. that means I overstep all the eleven other directors. It's one thing that I've actually had to learn personally about that because I've st- I've strived and fought for more social media presence, but it's something that it's one of those things which you need the unanimous consensus of all directors mm-hmm. before we, you know, put out a message, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that people struggle to realize,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that it's a bit disheartening, but it is possible. It's just, it takes time. That's the problem, right? It's one of those levels of bureaucracy that I I hate, but I also understand why it's there. You never want to take someone's words out of context because that just is a slippery slope down and actually would probably like go against your whole idea of transparency, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Now talking about that insurance uh, issue... That one there was a really interesting issue, and I think Spot on Lori really big, played a big role of trying to bring that up into the real forefront. Mm-hmm. And like you know, I frequent Spot a lot. I, I don't respond to things obviously due to the context of my role, but I bring that is- those issues up to mm-hmm. the board because I want to make sure that any information that is on there that doesn't seem right, we can address it and we can have it on the record because at the very least, um, we we don't want kind of like a spiral of misinformation, right? And I I think the insurance question was really, really important because it was something where um, we actually had a referendum question about that last year. It failed. I don't think students realized how important it was. And I can definitely tell you the student student has taken that lesson in strides. And this year with some other much more important referendum questions like the student life levy on the line, right, Mm -hmm. you know, for Walu and Brantford, Plus the um, OC contraceptive, like, you know, contraceptives for insurance, all now bundled up together. It's a very important year, and I think that, like, that's where like the Students' union has been very transparent in and trying mm-hmm. to tell students it's best, like, exactly, like these are the numbers of like what you're paying into, but this is the benefit that you're getting in, right? Yeah. Sure, you're paying a little bit into insurance, but this is the extra stuff you're going to get yeah. afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. And that person who had to pay an additional two hundred dollars out of their pocket it will never happen again
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: if you you know sign on to this right For sure. so yes right i
0: think there's a lot on the table this year there's five referendums mm-hmm. and it's all the more i mean we're a remote campus this year and i feel like it's mm-hmm. easy to kind of lose that sense of community as a golden hawk but i think this year especially is a year for students to really keep their ears and eyes on the ground with what's changing and what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is why talk sitting down and talking to every one of the board of directors candidates is super important, right?
1: Oh yeah. And, and I've definitely reached out to all the candidates because even though I'm running for chair, mm-hmm. I haven't really reached out about them yet. Yeah. I'm not trying to canvas the votes. The one thing I'm just trying to do is make sure that they're well informed
0: yeah.
1: about the issues that the current board's facing because these are, going to be my colleagues right uh that's that's the thing first thing that comes up second thing is whoever gets the designated roles on the board mm-hmm. and as my colleagues i need them or i would like them to be as well informed about some of the issues especially the referendum questions mm-hmm. right absolutely because that ties back all the way back to that transparency question right you know
0: mm-hmm. absolutely um, um now, just moving along to the Brantford campus, the two campuses, Brantford and Waterloo. Um, mm-hmm. obviously, it's been a tough year to encourage unity. Um, we're all yeah. getting used to, we've all been getting used to to online learning this year and kind of creating community online. Um, mind you, that was last year. So moving into this year, if we mm-hmm. are to be online, or if not, what are you gonna do to encourage unity between the Brantford and Waterloo campuses?
1: I mean that's that's really tough because the, the one of the one of the big things, is that the board holds meetings right during Brantford yeah. and one of the big pushes that I had in last year was increasing those number of meetings from one per semester to at least two to three. I think Brantford's yeah. a beautiful campus. It has it has nicer buildings than Laurier. Like Carnegie Hall there is it's so it's like it's like I look at that, and it's like I want to study there. And then I look at our library and I'm like, this looks like it should belong in Waterloo, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like like <laughs> um, but to like to increase unity, it's That one there, it it, it has to be more of, like, um, I think we need to increase more participation in the gallery, right? Um, I think one thing that has been a great, great uh, outcome in this election is that we have a brand for election, right? Mm -hmm. So that will actually drum up some discussion about that. And I'm really excited to see which directors get on because they will actually hopefully bring that brand for perspective. But I think... The, the fundamental thing that needs to be just be done like the, the, the tangible thing that can be done is to just get their voices into the board meeting like just students in the zoom calls right you know and just have them like you know there because i can definitely tell you when people are in the gallery it makes a big difference yeah. right you know because it's not just you have people like even one or two people watching mm-hmm. but they can, but they can also speak, right? They can ask questions. They can steer their conversation into a certain direction, right? They are very important.
0: Mm-hmm, for sure. And final question for you, just before we wrap up here, how will you support your team and encourage cohesion in the students' union?
1: I mean, I would support my team by giving them the training that they need, right? Um, by making them extremely prepared. I know from experience um, being on the board for a first time is a bit uh, nerve-wracking, right? It's like not every single person sits on the board of directors for a, technically a corporation, right? Yeah. You know, because we are, a university is a corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's it's a bit like, you know, it's mind-boggling. It's like, like you just kind of don't believe you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to get them through that honeymoon process as fast as possible because the, the faster they get comfortable and the faster that their voices can be heard, the school is better for it, right? Um, Even if it causes me headaches sometimes in the future for long discussions that should go, that go on a bit too long than they should, the school is better for it. And that's that's my job, right? Mm -hmm. Cohesion. Now, if we were in campus, I would, be the biggest advocate for a board social, right? Like I want to go to Wonderland or like, you know, do some mini golfing. Like even, hell, like even in my first term, like I held a dinner parties at my house, like where I cooked and had charcuterie, wow, nice. three balls of wine. Yeah, it got really fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just you know, just stuff like that. It doesn't have to be big. It's just like, you know, showing at the end of the day that we're all people, we're all students and we all care about each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, that's the best way. And although virtual meetings make that a bit harder. Um, I think that, you know, still just having one-on-ones with people, mm-hmm. right? You know, although a bit difficult on the offset, does bear some really great fruit of results In yeah. the end of the day.
0: I think you're absolutely right and a great way to end off. So thank you so much for your time, Andrew. Yeah. Best of luck with the rest of the campaign process and uh, thanks for taking the time to... Let students get to know you and your platform a little bit better.
1: Oh well thank you so much. And oh man, you know the one thing I got from this conversation, I really want Vietnamese food now.
0: Well, I hope you got a few more things from it, but I'm glad you got No, 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 that.
1: absolutely no. I you know what I always love doing these things, right? Good. Um, I wish I wish, you know, I we could do them a bit more throughout the year though. But I know it's a lot of work to organize and then get everything done and, you know, post them. So
0: Yeah, no worries.
1: So yeah, but right. I definitely will be in contact with student publication throughout the year more often for that transparency piece. Of
0: course. if
1: Especially if I get chair. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's important. Transparency is huge and student publications is a big part of that. So
1: exactly. All
0: right. Take care. Anyways, of you. thank you so much. Bye. Have a great
1: day.